All right, and welcome to a surprise bonus episode of the DSAC Fantasy Podcast. Your host, Ronnie, with another uh, betting uh, style episode here. And we have on our resident betting expert, Nathan. How are we doing tonight? Oh, not too bad. Just got done with work, got my ass kicked for a couple hours, and now I'm here to talk some gambling and college football. All right, not, nothing better to do than to talk college football this time of the year. And as I started up a Capital One Bowl Mania group, of which I should uh, remind you all in the chat here, depending on how many people have joined, uh, we are doing a, uh, a episode based solely on all of those matchups here. So we have, ooh, yeah, only three people in the group here so far. I should really post this so hopefully more people join. Uh, we got, uh, looks like 43 games here. Yeah, sounded all right. You know, right. everybody makes a bowl game. Well, not everybody. Michigan State didn't. Neither, neither did Texas A&M. That's, a, that's also a good point. That's a very good point. Or Miami Mario, with Mario Cristobal, their savior. <laughs> hey, if I can take my shot at MSU, you can take your shot at Cristobal. Absolutely. And I would take my shot at Willie Taggart, but he got fired for what he deserved. <laughs> oh, man. Love to see it. All right, so... We want to start off with uh, with game one here. We do have the other Miami who made a bowl game. So I do want to preface this is that what you're going to see, your lines are probably going to be a little bit different than my lines because ESPN locks it as soon as it's announced, where I have it, this, the lines as of two days ago. So we're going to have some discrepancies. Yeah, because like players will announce they're sitting out for draft purposes and these won't reflect that. Correct, correct. Um, so I just want to throw that out there. My other caveat I want to throw out there is I think you asked me to do this because you thought I would take it serious, but gambling on college football this time of year for bowl games is not as bad as gambling on preseason baseball with everybody leaving. So we're going to have some fun with this. Oh, I, I didn't necessarily pick you for pure for, for seriousness. I just thought you would be the, you know, the, the person who has experience and who just enjoys college football the most. True. So what I ended up doing was uh, off of Wikipedia finding notable alumni, and I'm basing my decisions off that. Okay. I've, I've within, heard worse ideas. Within reason, obviously. Did, did you get to the point where uh, where Jeffrey Dahmer went to Ohio State? Uh, it's listed. Okay, good. That's the only Ohio State alumni I care to know about because it makes Ohio State look bad. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, so. so if you want to tell me the game, I'll tell you uh, the lines and where I'm leaning and some uh, alumni stuff. All right, hopefully we are – hopefully your order is the same as mine here. But I have Miami plus 11.5 against UAB. All right, so that line flipped pretty significantly. Um, I do also have the over-under for total points, and that's at 44 and a half. Okay. Now – what I have is that it's 11 points in favor of um, – let me just log on to my gambling uh, – UAB minus 11. Yeah, that's kind of what I have. I, For whatever reason, I okay. decided it would be a good idea to say the, the plus instead of the minus. Okay, yeah. I mean, we're all fans, fans of plus signs. So UAB minus 11. I actually really like UAB in this matchup. Um, I lean action, but not in this case. UAB's actually got talent. And I think with Trent Dilfer now being the head coach there, there's some some juice there. Okay. Um, 
some uh, notes. Blaine Gabbard's brother is the backup at Miami of Ohio. I'm That's sorry. Oh, okay, hold on. Blaine Gabbard has a brother young enough to be in college? Yes. He started last year, and he's a senior this year, and no longer starting. Probably that Blaine Gabbard's thing got rubbed off on him. Was was Gabbard the one who like came out of college at like 27? No, that was Brandon Whedon. Oh yeah. Okay, never mind. So it, it makes a little more sense for whatever reason. I thought Gabbard was was that guy. Like okay. yeah, but like I'm pretty sure Whedon is like Mormon or something like that. So he probably has 14 all other siblings that are nice and young. It's fair. Also, Miami of Ohio's leading receiver. His name, and it's the best name I saw in college football this year, Mac Hippenhammer. Okay. So that's fun. Yeah. Are we not? Are we going to gloss over Miami, Ohio's uh, most famous alumni, Ben Roethlisberger? Oh no, he's not. He's not the most famous. I was just about about to get there. Oh, okay. So UAB, their alumni, Sam Hunt, the country singer. Okay. Gross. Yep. Joe Webb, who started the first game after Brett Favre missed his consecutive starts. And he broke fantasy football because he was receiver and quarterback eligible. So that like Kendall guy. Hinton, but good. Sorry? So like Kendall Hinton, but good. Yes, exactly. Or like Case Uphill, but also good. And lastly, UAB has Graham McDowell, the golfer. So not that much fun there. However, Miami of Ohio, and I tried to not do football players, unless it's convenient for my art argument. Miami of Ohio has Adam Eaton. Everybody loves him. Which one? There's two <laughs> There's two of them. The good baseball player. Okay, so like the the, the, the outfielder, not the pitcher from like 2005. Okay. Uh, we have John Harbaugh. Okay. Sean McVay. Bo Schembechler. And we're, we're going against this team? You're, 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 right, you're right, you're right, you're right. We're going Miami of, of, of Ohio. Give us some plus points. Okay, I mean, you start. And they also start. have The Miz, Brian Pillman, and Wally Zerbiak. Yeah, that makes sense, The Miz. I knew The Miz was from Ohio. I guess I didn't know where he went. But Brian, Pillman, right, Brian Pillman is an interesting one. though. Oh, yeah. One of the, one of the best wrestlers of all, of all time. Yeah. And I, I should say that, you know, even though you did mention, you know, Bo Schembechler, this is not a pro Bo Schembechler podcast. Just want to, want to clarify that there. I know we have a certain person in the group who probably, if he listens, will take umbrage to to Bo being mentioned if I don't say that. So we're we're going to make sure that's clear. And this is no longer a pro Bo Schembechler pro Bo Schembechler podcast. That's a that's tough have. to say, even for someone who doesn't have a stutter like me. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah. So I think we're both here in agreement here with Miami, though. Yep, I'm flipping it into Miami. I'm ch- changing my sheet as we speak. Okay. Glad I could talk you into that just by hearing the names of three legendary coaches. You're right. I just got caught up in Joe Webb because I love Joe Webb so much. And also, I guess before we move on, correct me if I'm wrong here, but was UAB's program basically not dead like four years ago? Oh, yeah. they like I forget what hurricane it was, but they, they really destroyed their program. They had like, no, no facilities left. Yeah, I was gonna say I feel like I remember them, you know, being like very disappointed when the school had to like cut the program, but it's back now. They're in a bowl game. Yeah, really cool. Exactly. Really, really happy for them. So sorry about that. I have to go against the good story, even though UAB has been around again for a couple years. (laughs) Yeah, Trent Dilfer. That's all they're gonna remember. 
Yeah. But hey, he won a Super Bowl. He did. He did somehow. Uh, well, Ray Lewis is in Ed Reed or somehow. Or was Ed Reed there yet? Ed Reed would not have been there yet. Yeah. If he was, it was his rookie year, but I don't think he was. Yeah, I was going to say, I think he was like 2002. Yeah, that sounds about right. Okay. So next one up here is a fun one. ESPN has this one at 49% to 51%. We have number 25, University of Texas, San Antonio, the Roadrunners, versus number four, or, sorry, number 24, Troy, and Troy is minus two and a half on ESPN. Yeah, so I have it as Troy minus one, but I'm going to take the Roadrunners all day long. I'm taking, they are so much fun. I'm taking them just because their name is the Roadrunners. That's a lot more fun than the Trojans. Do you know what their slogan is? Uh, is it Meep Meep? Meep Meep. Okay, let's go. How can you not love that? The over-under in this game is also 54 and a half. I'm also going to take the over in that. Um, UTSA can score at will. Yeah, and I, I should say here for the people that are doing the, the group with us here, there is no over section on the podcast, or, or on the, uh, the, the the ESPN game, so you don't have to worry about that. This is just kind of extra fun for the uh, the pod. Absolutely. All right, so some some Troy alumni and why what made me take you UTSA above all else was Lawrence Tynes, the punter, and then just lots of astronauts. There was a shocking amount of astronauts that went to Troy. It makes no sense. Well, and then, go ahead. what state is Troy in? Alabama. Oh, okay. I was going to say, because I know, like, Ohio was, like, big with astronauts, I believe, because they just want to leave Ohio so bad they'd rather go leave the whole planet. True. But, yeah, Troy is in Alabama, I just confirmed. Okay, yeah, me too. So that doesn't okay. give me a good joke here. <laughs> well, I mean, Alabama kind of sucks, too. Yeah. yeah, they're not Mississippi, though. I'm talking True. about, I'm talking about as, as a state, not as, like, an athletic area. They both kind of all suck. But anyway, uh, the Roadrunners also have, have claimed to fame for Michelle Beadle and Travis Scott. Definitely a win. All right. And uh, I don't like High School Musical, so I'm going against the team that says Troy, too. I don't get that reference, but okay. Sure. That was the, the main character, Zach Efron's character, is named Troy. In that movie. Oh, yeah, fuck him. And fuck the movie that Brad Pitt did, just called Troy. Oh, <laughs> also not, not a good movie okay straight into the point I like it yep alright what game we got next we got Cincinnati versus Louisville I have Cincinnati minus one and a half yeah and, and that flipped to it so it's now Louisville minus one okay um, notably this is the Wasabi Fenway Bowl because when you think Fenway you think Wasabi yep I mean I, these, I think of a lot of these are so bad yeah, I think of a lot of spice here of people at Fenway being really, really spicy and angry about how the Red Sox let all their young talent go for nothing. Yeah, exactly. Um, interesting enough, this is actually like a real rivalry that they have dating back some years. So they actually battle for the trophy of the keg of nails. <laughs> Can't make this stuff up. What a dumb trophy. I love it, though. Oh, yeah. Um, and then, I'm, I don't know if you were following, but the... Um, the Louisville coach left the job to take the Cincinnati job, and all of his players came out and basically bashed him. Oh. So there's a, there's that storyline going in. I didn't I didn't make that connection. I knew Cincinnati's coach had left because Luke Fickle went to what Wisconsin. 
Wisconsin, yep. And then Cincinnati hired Louisville's coach, and then Louisville hired Purdue's coach. Okay, I remember I remember the, the Brom thing because when I was growing up, Brian Brom was a big thing at Louisville. And oh, yeah. It makes sense that. Stud. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm indifferent, but I think I'm going to lean Cincinnati on, on, on this one. Yeah, me too, but I am for personal reasons. So I'll let you do your alumni thing, and I'll I'll do my personal reasons after. Okay, so Louisville's um, alumni that I've listed, uh, my boy Brandon McKay, Nick Solak, also a Ray, and then uh, Corey Ray, who when drafted was considered left-handed hitting A.J. Pollock. That didn't work out. And then Cincinnati, we have Ian Happ, the Naked Cowboy from Times Times Square, Urban Meyer, your boy, oh, and the inventor of the Easy Bake Oven. Yeah, well, Cincinnati is also the school where my junior football coach went to after he led my high school to a, a, a state championship. So, oh, there go, you go. go so Cincinnati. We're, we're all right, right in Cincinnati. And also, I think it would be a incredible wrestling style storyline of Louisville's coach leaving his loser players and going to beat their ass with, with their opponent. Oh yeah, it's gonna be so much fun! I can't wait for the keg of nails. Uh, it, it, do we know if that if that trophy is gonna be defended in the bowl game? I don't think they usually defend rivalry trophies in bowl games, but I'm not positive. Oh, it'd be more fun if they did. I agree. I'm actually gonna look up K K A A keg of nails. And see if we can get. Uh, there's been 53 total meetings. I was whole hoping it was going to give me a wait for for this thing, but there's no wait. That's that's a shame. All right. Anyway. All right. The next one could be one of the juicier games, just because of who infamously used to coach this team. But I have Jackson State and North Carolina Central. And this one, this one has. What line do you have? I have Jackson State minus 16 and a half, and I know that's way different now. Yeah, it dropped down to two and a half. So. Um, I'm going to take Jackson State. They still got the players. Um, you know, and Dion still built something. Yes, he, he left and people are upset about it, but he still brought a, a good amount of players there. So talent's still there for sure. Yeah, I mean, I'll probably go with North Carolina, at least on the ESPN line. Yeah, 16 and a half is a lot. I would probably do that on ESPN, too. But, yeah, I, I mean, I assume, you know, if, if there wasn't a spread here, I would probably take Jackson State. Because you said there's yeah. just too much talent. And as much as I think it would be really funny if Dion's team lost, it's no longer his team. So I don't want to hold that against, you know, kids who don't really have, uh, you know, stake in the matter here. Absolutely. Um, so... Alumni for you. We got Jackson State as Corey Bradford, Walter Payton, and former Pistons point guard Lindsey Hunter. Okay, I, I should have known the Lindsey Hunter thing. Like, it, I, I do know that you said it, but I wouldn't have guessed it if you didn't tell me. I don't think I ever knew, knew, knew that. And then North Carolina State, and another reason why I'm going to take Jackson State is I only have one person listed for alumni, and it was the false accuser of the Duke lacrosse case. And then she also committed murder. So oh. we're going to ride Jackson State. Oh. <laughs> oh, we got some deep cuts coming, buddy. We got some real deep cuts. See, I would have I would have put that as probably the, the alumni of the whole podcast. But 
Oh yeah. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> That's incredible. Okay, yeah. Uh, go, go, Jackson State Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, next one, I know exactly who you're picking in this one. Uh, we have the SRS Distribution Las Vegas Bowl. We have Florida versus number 14, Oregon State. Number 14, Oregon State is minus seven and a half. Yeah, uh, uh, I, if I was gambling with my head, I would say I'm going to take Oregon State, but I morally can't do that. So I got I got to go with the Gators, even without Red. Richardson playing, I just I can't bet on the Beavers. Yeah, I'll be taking the Beavers because I don't have that moral dilemma, and also it's really funny to mock the Gator Chomp with your hands. Oh yeah, it's fantastic. Um, that being said, if I was going straight alumni, which I said I was going to do, I would also take Oregon State. Yeah. So I mean, Florida, I have listed Ron McGill, which for you, Dan Lev. Levitard people will love that. Uh, you can just say Mike. It's, it's just Mike. Space. And the band Less Than Jake, who I love. Okay. Oregon State, the cesspool of the far west. Um, we have the original voice of Bozo the Clown, which is very fitting. <laughs> um, Sarah Jean Underwood, Playboy model. Very attractive. And... Um, I believe top 50 porn star on Pornhub right now, Kendra Sunderland. Um, is, is that why you asked me to give you 20 minutes before we started? You know, and I had to look these up, make sure that they actually went there. Uh, also, I'll throw my throw one in here. Uh, Adley Rushman, Oregon State. Yeah, and wasn't there also the picture that uh, molested a 13-year-old okay, child that went to Oregon I, State? You, you had a lot of these ready to go, didn't you? <laughs> Oh, uh, no, that's just off the top of my head because I fuck the Beavers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Apparently, that kid was close ish to either where Spencer lives or where someone Spencer knows lives. I remember having that conversation with him. But we're, we're ruling it out it wasn't Spencer, correct? Yeah. I don't think he was a Division One baseball pitcher. He's also older than that kid is, I think. Okay, good. Yeah, so I, I do have Oregon State here, um, <laughs> but obviously you don't. So the the next one, um, the Jimmy Kimmel LA Bowl, presented by Stanford. Yeah, sure. Uh, Washington State versus Fresno State. Washington State is minus four and a half. Okay, so I originally had Fresno State in this game. But with Mike Leach passing, I feel obligated to take all Mike Leach schools and former schools. So I think I'm going to take the moral high ground here, since my moral low ground has happened, and take Washington State out of memory for Mike Leach. See, I'll be saving my Leach, Leach pitch, uh, picks until later matchups, but I'm going Fresno State here just because it is a F State Bulldogs, like my Ferris State Bulldogs. So I have to, <laughs> have to stay true to that. Uh, the other reason I'm going to take uh, Washington State is because LeVar Ball went there, and he just talks things into reality. So we're going to take Washington State. Yep. Another uh, famous Washington State alum, uh, Clay Thompson. Yes, that is correct. And Fresno just has born losers like Mike Martz, Lane Kiffin, and Matt Garza. Oh, Matt Garza slander. Come on now. 
I do love him, but yeah, Matt, Matt Garza for me was like the pitcher of like the the turn of the decade there. Like, okay, he's gonna put it together this year. No, he's gonna put it together this year. Yeah. He d- he d- he does have the only no hitter in race history. It's or for or first one, first and only, Def- definitely the first one. Yeah, there's been a lot of no hitters in race history, just usually against them. Yes, and lots of perfect games against them too. That it, was fun. That is really odd how the law of averages did not work in your favor with that one. That's what happens when you build a team that can't hit. Yeah. And then I guess we can't mention Fresno State without mentioning the Carr brothers. I know you said you try to stay away from football players, but I mean, David and yeah, Derek Carr I mean, are kind of... The cool. Carr brothers and Adams. And if you want to go back... Um, was Case Keenum fantasy, Case Keenum, no, he was Houston. Okay. Um, and remember the former hype train that was Ryan Matthews also went up there. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah. Fun stuff. All right. Next up, we have the Lending Tree Bowl. We have Rice versus Southern Miss. We have Rice, or sorry, Southern Miss is favored by four and a half. They're minus four and a half. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to take Southern Miss in this game. I know Mike and Nut know this, but Southern Miss is like my second school. If I had to pick one, I just always love them in the NCAA games. Big Brett Favre. Had, not, not Brett Favre, no. It was, um, Anthony Davis was the quarterback, walk-on. And he was so nice. And they had a freshman receiver, DeAndre Brown, who I would just light Mike and Nut up with every day. Uh, love to hear stories like that. So what do we got for alumni here? All right. So Rice, I have Lance Berkman, which I did not know. And kind of a deep cut here, if you remember. But he probably will because I think he was a Michigan guy too. Sam McGuffey. Sam, Mc, yep. Sam McGuffey, the hurdler. That became a Olympic bobsledder. Oh, I forgot about the bobsledding thing. Yeah, and yeah, for nice. for people who aren't familiar, Sam McGuffey, at least to my knowledge, wasn't he like the first like really big like highlight reel guy from like the like the the YouTube era? Yeah, he was he was up there because he had to hurdle before everybody tried to hurdle everybody. Yeah, like his his brainy ass like ADP highlight film was incredible and he just never quite turned in anything yeah but he was fun um and southern miss uh jimmy buffett and brian dozier okay yeah yeah so i got southern miss here i don't know anything about either of these two football programs at the moment but espn's 83 to 83 to 17 in favor southern miss so yeah Um, yeah i'm gonna take southern miss all, all all day just again just because i love them all right Next up, we have the New Mexico Bowl featuring two teams not from New Mexico. We have and it's the PUBG Mobile Mexico Bowl. Oh, ESPN doesn't say the PUBG Mobile, so it just tells me. Oh yeah, it's the PUBG Mobile. There's there's too many bowl games. If 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 this is if this is your sponsor, there's too many bowl games. Okay, Uh, SMU minus two and a half versus BYU. So Mormons versus. Program who got the death penalty. Correct. You know, Catholics versus con- convicts all over again. Well, I don't know. I don't know if I would say Catholic here, but religious versus super religious. No, super religious versus super religious. I'm not sure how it all works because one's Methodist. <laughs> Anyways, 
analysis? Uh, I'm going to take, well, here, here, here's where I'm torn. I'm going to need, need, need you to decide for me. Because my gut was SMU. I've watched SMU a little bit this year. And I've watched BYU probably two or three times. And I never was impressed by BYU. Especially their depth. They don't seem like they have the depth they always used to have. Um, so I was leaning SMU. But in my research, I found out that Mike Leach went to BYU. So now I'm torn. Yeah, so with alumni, I'm familiar with, obviously, Eric Dickerson being from SMU. Correct. We also have Bryson DeChambeau, Jim Ursay. Oh, okay, I got to go SMU. uh, Kevin from The Office, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, and the waitress from It's Always Sunny. Okay, how how do we not take SMU, then, with that? Obviously, you know, you got the Mike Leach thing, but... Who, who does SMU have outside of Brigham Young himself and then, like, all of his descendants and Zach Wilson? Uh, Jeremy Guthrie, he was fun. John Hader, who played Napoleon Dynamite, and Danny H. Yeah, yeah, Danny. Is yeah. uh, someone who played with the, the Celtics in the Bad Boys era, I, I can't in good faith pick a team that had Danny Ainge as an alumni. Fair. So SMU it is. Trust, trust my gut. And then, uh, oh, I was going to say also famous alumni, uh, Dan Smith from the Key and Peel sketch. Is he really? Nice. I didn't know that. No, I like that's like the whole skit, like the East West Bowl they have, like, and, and it's oh. just, he, he's like the final one. Like, it's like the most generic yeah. white name ever, BYU. You're right. He's the, he's the very last one. All right. We have the Frisco Bowl, uh, the North Texas Mean Green. Versus Boise State, and Boise State is minus five and a half. Okay, so that line jumped pretty far. That one jumped to Boise minus ten. Yeah, uh, I'm going to take North Texas because it is the Frisco Bowl, and North Texas is much closer to Frisco, Texas, than Boise State is. So I think it's going to be like like a home game, and we're going to travel. Boise State is probably closer to San Francisco, though. Correct. I mean, which which Frisco is the real Frisco here? Uh, Texas, absolutely. Okay. All, all, all things Texas. Uh, plus, I really couldn't find anybody fun from Boise State. It just made me hate them even more than I already did. I would just say, Since, I would just probably just say Ian Johnson. You know, the the, yeah, stat, I mean, the, the Statue Ian, of Liberty play and proposing to your cheerleader girlfriend right after like the most crazy college football upset ever. Well, okay. Yeah, I mean, that was okay. Hard. Okay, not the most crazy. I, I think we all know what the most crazy college football upset is ever, and I don't want to talk about that one right now. <laughs> so I'll talk about like a, a bowl game upset. Yes, I agreed. Uh, and George Zabransky was fun there. Um, they had a couple of receivers. I'm blanking on their names, but like nobody really a fun of note. And I just remember like Eric Blood trying to fight every Boise State fan. <laughs> so again, my bias comes in. Do we have any alumni from North Texas? Oh, yeah. I actually don't have any listed from Boise because I was so unimpressed. Um, North Texas, again, why I'm going to ride North Texas. I think you will, too, after you hear this. Uh, meatloaf. Everybody loves Meatloaf. Yeah. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, okay. And Blue from Old School. I don't know the last one, but I do know Stone Cold. Uh, and you don't know no meat, Meatloaf? Out of hell, 
yeah, I, I, I know Meatloaf. Not a big fan of the music, but yeah. but Stone Cold's the winner. So uh, North Texas Mean Green, and they're named after um, one of their alumni. So clearly, they value their alumni. So I just really want to take this chance to make a let me tell you something mean green joke. What? <laughs> All right. After that bad uh, WWF joke, we have uh, the Myrtle Beach Bowl, the Marshall Thundering Herd versus the Yukon Huskies, and my line is Marshall minus 12 and a half. ESPN has a 50-50 split in terms of what the population is. Yeah, this is to me like I'm not even looking at the alumni or anything like that. This is just, I've watched UConn for the last seven years. I can't morally pick them. They're, they've been so bad. I don't care that they're bull eligible. And Jim Moore is their coach, and they might be competent somewhat. I can't do it. Give me Marshall. See, I'm going the opposite way. I'm taking UConn just because I want to. I want UConn to win a bowl game because it would be really funny for all of Oh, but Michigan didn't play anybody in the early part of their non-conference schedule. It would be really funny if UConn surprised everybody, made a bowl game, and actually won it. Yeah, it would be great if they beat the sixth team in the back. <laughs> that would validate Michigan. I mean, hey, look, I'm just trying to, you know, get out in front of that stupid narrative that, that lingered. <laughs> and also, uh, a fun connection here. Let me see if UConn was the first game that Michigan played, or was it the second game? UConn was, oh, no, I'm sorry, uh, I don't, or was it? Okay, you talk while I look this up. Okay, and then the other reason is I can't take Marshall, or I can't not take Marshall a bowl game because of the Byron Leftwich game. That's ingrained in my head, being carried down the field by his offensive lineman. It's always fantastic. On top of that, we have some alumni from Marshall, Mike D'Antoni, Billy Crystal, and the person that played Worm Tongue on Lord of the Rings. Uh, UConn has the drummer from Killswitch Engage, Big Ryan, and this will make sense to somebody, but the voice of Jet Black from Cowboy Bebop, I've seen it in the chat a couple times, so it seemed relevant. Okay. I'm still trying to find this thing here, but I can't remember if it was UConn or if it was Hawaii now. But so Michigan played Colorado State in their first game, and beat them quite handily and right their quarterback okay i think it was avery morrow was the guy's name they absolutely you know beat the living you know what out of him or no it wasn't it was sorry it was it was clay millen who like also played so clay millen was a quarterback at colorado state michigan beats the crap out of him then in week three michigan uh is beating up on connecticut really badly so connecticut goes to their to their backup who is Kale Millen, the brother of uh, Clay Millen. So the Millen family got to watch Michigan um, run a train on both of their sons in the span of like three weeks. I thought you kind of funny. I didn't know, know that. Yeah, I don't know how I remembered that, but I remembered that. I thought it was UConn, but I remember that two of Michigan's non-conference opponents had brothers who played quarterback. Yeah, that's and, and died of quarterback for one of them. Yeah, maybe even for both of them. <laughs> yeah, probably. They're at that level, they're they're basically the same. All right, so you have Marshall, I got UConn? Yeah. All right. Next up is the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. We have the Emu. Uh, Eastern Michigan really messed up not naming themselves the Emu. 
and the San Jose State Spartans. Uh, yeah, this is, uh, to me, not even particularly close. I'm going to take San Jose State. And San Jose State minus, is mi minus three and a half for me. Yep, same. Okay. Uh, that line hasn't moved. I really like San Jose State. I've watched them a couple times late, late, late at night. Um, they are the typical San Jose State from the last couple of years. They've been kind of slinging around a little bit. Lot, lots of fun to watch. And I just really like what both they're doing. I think I'm going to take Eastern Michigan just because they're from Michigan. That's my you own. might change your mind here. Hit me with it. Because San Jose State has Stevie Nicks. Okay. Red Foreman from the 70s show. Bill Walsh. And the greatest American champion of all time, Joey Chestnut. Okay. I mean, when you have a, a famous alumni like Stevie Nicks, it's hard to not take that team in a... Uh, <clears throat> A landslide. Nice. I see what you did there. Um, and then Eastern Michigan, I have two PE people listed. One was a Michigan serial killer, and the other one was an Oklahoma serial rapist. So <laughs> I'm going to just keep riding with my boy Joey Chestnut. Who was the, the, who was the serial killer? Do I know the name? Uh, John Norman Collins. Okay, it doesn't ring a bell. Nope. So you convince me I'll go with the Stevie next, the Stevie next one. Yeah. Oh, we have. Uh, I I don't like this matchup one bit. We have the roofclaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, God. We have the Liberty Flames and the Toledo Rockets. Toledo is minus one and a half. Yep, and that that line moved to Toledo minus five. Um, I'm gonna ride with Toledo. I don't like Liberty losing Q Freeze. Um, I think that was the only reason Liberty's been relevant the last couple of years because Q Freeze. Does Hugh free things and uh, oh, Liberty somehow, was <laughs> Liberty was relevant for another thing too. <laughs> which thing are we talking about? Uh, the the Falwell scandal. The what scandal? The Jerry Falwell Jr. thing. The like one uh, of like, the the super religious like leaders of it was sued for millions over sex extortion and scandal and stuff. Interesting. I did not know that was a a, li a, li a liberty thing. In my research, I did find that Liberty University students are allowed to possess guns on campus and in their dorms. Don't love that. I mean, I guess you got to defend yourself from a bunch of white kids. Yeah. Something like that. Um, but yeah, I just think losing two freeze is huge for that pro program. Um, they do have alumni from the lead singers of the band Amberlynn. I love and as I lay dying was also really good but you compare I, that to Toledo who has Kid Cuddy and the inventor of the Pringles can and I'm going to go Toledo yeah you got to go with the Pringles can there although I will say Anne Berlin I know one song from them and it's pretty good feel good drag oh yeah great and song. the thing that always confuses me with it is are you familiar familiar with Cabo Okay, because Cabo has a song called Champagne, and like the opening riff to both of them sounds really similar. I, I, I can see it, especially if they're from from that same era. Yeah, like it's almost like it's like the same like notes in like a different key. I don't know if you can do that on a guitar or not. But... Yeah, you absolutely can. Just a matter, a matter, a matter of how you, you tune it. Yeah. So, I... but Toledo's in Ohio though, and how can I morally? How can I morally pick a team in Ohio, but how can I morally pick a team that's like religiously bankrupt and morally bankrupt? 
I'm, just, I'm taking Toledo, whatever. There you go. Ooh, this next one. I already know who I'm taking in this one. Uh, okay. We have the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. We have the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers versus the South Alabama Jaguars. Who are you taking? Uh, WKU. I actually, I'm, I'm with you. Because that's where Bailey Zappi went. <laughs> oh, God, that would be a reason. Um, yeah, I'm going to go Western Kentucky. I've, I haven't watched South Alabama a bit with this year, so this came down to straight alumni for, for me. Um, and so South Alabama had David Freese go there for a little bit of time, and he brings nut pain, which brings me joy, so I wanted to take that. But Western Kentucky, uh, Rod Smart, a.k.a. He Hate Me, went there. So XFL always gets the bump. Give me Western Kentucky. Yeah, and the, I would assume they probably still have the same coach when Bailey Zappi was there, and if so, that's like a very high-octane raid, air raid offense. So. Yeah, and they're called the Hilltoppers, which is such a great name. It is. And a great mascot. Oh, for sure, for sure. Uh, we next have – this is probably the most apt uh, sponsor plus bowl game name combo, the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl. We have the Baylor Bears and the Air Force Falcons. I have Baylor minus five and a half. Yep, and I'm going to take Baylor. Baylor's Baylor's actually a decent team. They had some rough games, but overall, they're pretty decent. Um, Air Force, they're better than like an Army-Navy, just in terms of talent they have on the field, but still, for me, it's not enough to come out over the points. Yeah, but on the other hand, you have Air Force in a bowl game named by Lockheed Martin. I don't think I know what Lockheed Martin is. It's like a, a very big like military company. Oh, it's, it's like it's sense. like it's like missiles and stuff. Yeah. I'm googling well, <laughs> I'm googling Lockheed Martin products. <laughs> the use of the word products is it's probably and not. then you immediately get flagged by the FBI. No, it it has they have their own website with it. So uh, they have the first thing on here is the Longbow FCR, which is a helicopter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you try ordering it. You see, see what, what, what you actually get. All right, let me, let, me click on, let me click on the Longbow FCR. Add to cart, and then list your credit card online or on the podcast for all of us. Okay, so it, there's, no, there's no link to buy, but it just kind of tells you about the product. <laughs> but yeah, it's, that sounds about right. I, I just crack myself up using the word products for like a, a ballistics company. <laughs> okay. Uh, I mean, it's probably so, Baylor, but let me hit me with the, the alumni. Okay. So Air Force, I mean, obviously all, all the veterans, but Greg Popovich. And then Baylor, Willie Nelson, and Trey Wingo. Oh, Trey Wingo. Ugh. Oh. Uh, but I mean, also there's our priles, but we're not going to bring that up because it doesn't help me our, our argument whatsoever. Yeah, like, I'm going to go against my my brain this this time. I'm going to take Air Force just because of you know the, the military company who sponsors it. So yeah, makes sense. They're probably locked and loaded. Loaded. Yeah. We next have the Louisiana Raging Cajuns and the Houston Cougars in the Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl. Houston is minus two and a half. Yep, and that line has now moved to Houston minus seven. Um, Louisiana is actually not a bad team. 
Um, I, I've watched, I want to say, one or two games this year of theirs. Um, but that being said, Houston's got something rolling, so I, I'm going to go, go with Houston. Yeah, and while we're here, okay, for an area of the country where football is is king, is the fact that Louisiana on its own is such like a, a non-entity in, in college football compared to LSU, is that not like surprising to you? Like you have like Florida and Alabama and Ole Miss and Tennessee and Georgia, all these schools in the deep South have, you know, the, the, school, the, the college name for the state, not, you know, like, but it's Louisiana state that, that dominates Louisiana. Well, they used to be the Louisiana Lafayette, so that, that's a new, a new team name or school okay, university yeah. change, however you want to say, in the last couple of years. But that, yeah. makes, that makes sense, because of it, when I saw the, the the name and the nickname, like it doesn't sound like I remembered it, but I'll go with it. But that makes a lot of sense that it was that. Yeah, there, were, there was Louisiana Lafayette and Louisiana Monroe, and now it's, I think Monroe still exists, and now Lafayette just became Louisiana. Okay. And the next best team in that state is actually Tulane. Yeah. We'll look at that to it a little bit. But yeah, I mean, LSU just runs that entire state. It doesn't matter. All right. So what do we got for alumni here? All right. So uh, for Louisiana, we have Richard Simmons, Frank Ocean, <laughs> and my boy, J. Jake DeLone. Okay. Houston, we have Dennis Quaid. Who played the rookie? Who was a Devil Ray pitcher? Uh, Kenny Rogers, Chamillionaire, and Wade Phillips. And of course, um, it's not college football, but it's college basketball. We have five Slamma Jamma. All those True. guys. Uh, was it Clyde and Olajuwon? Were the two two big two yep. big teams there? Two big guys there. Uh, there was some somebody else too. Uh, Samson was there. But I don't think it was by Slamma Jamma. He might have been. I'm not sure. Ralph Sampson. Yeah, I don't see him on the, the Wikipedia page for Phi Slamma Jamma. So. Yeah, so I think he was before them or after them. But yeah, regardless. Yeah, so I it's for me, it's Houston just based on name value alone. And also ESPN says 86% of the population is picking Houston. Yeah, and usually, like, I usually fade, fade the public, but like I said, bowl games, it's a coin flip on who's going to play and who's actually going to try, so. Yeah. All right, next up is the Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl. Uh, we course, have yeah. the Wake Forest Demon Deacons and the Missouri Tigers. Wake Forest is minus one and a half. Yep, and I'm going to take that one or one and a half, depending on your site, just because they got a baller at quarterback. Sam Hartman's my guy. I don't know if you know his story at all, but I believe he beat cancer two years ago, and he came back. He actually can sling it. He might get drafted in the third or fourth round this year. He then had to have a rib removed from him this year. He saved the rib and is making a necklace out of it. Okay. Give yeah. me that guy. Yeah, same. Uh, some alumni real quick, though, for you. We got Wake Forest and Bugsy Bowes and Minkus from Blaine Meets World. And Missouri has John Hamm, Todd Packer from The Office, and Brad Pitt. All right. Also, Wake Forest is where I believe one of the people I went to undergrad with went to do her like grad school and stuff. Oh, nice. So we'll go with that. Yeah. 
we have the Easy Post Hawaii Bowl up next because nothing says easy mailing like going over the ocean to Hawaii. <laughs> uh, we have the Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders and the San Diego State Aztecs. San Diego State is minus one and a half. Yeah, so this is a coin coin flip game for me. Um, I haven't watched either one of these teams play play this year. So again, we're gonna I'm going off alumni. Um, and for me, it's Middle Tennessee State has Dewan Brailton, who was a Devil Ray in like 1998, 2001, the singer of, of and the singer of Evanescence, versus Vic Fuentes, who is the lead singer for Pierce the Veil, Carl Weathers, Joe Gibbs, and John Madden. Okay. Yeah, I mean, hard to go against John Madden. Yeah. Uh, and I believe San Diego State also had Brady Hoke coach them, so I don't know how to feel about that. Yeah, he was so, San, San Diego State, and then he was also the D coordinator in Oregon. Not fun. Yeah, but on the other hand, Middle Tennessee uh, beat Michigan State as a 15-2 upset in the March Madness a couple years ago. Or more than a couple years ago now. And I, yeah, that was a, a while. I have a soft spot for them for that because that was hilarious. That was. Uh, that was like pink michigan state are they a blue blood no they're not yeah i mean they had the the final four run a few years later i think it was the year that zion was in college but for a school yeah. that loves to proclaim it, the calendar goes january february Izzo. Uh, coach Izzo hasn't exactly been very good in march in the last like decade but okay <laughs> yep uh, very, very true. Uh, i'll i'll go i think i'll take san diego state here yeah. They just seem more like a football school to me, and the, that's the vibes for me here. Good vibes only. Yeah. We have the Quick Lane Bowl, the New Mexico State Aggies, and the Bowling Green Falcons. Bowling Green, or sorry, New Mexico State is minus one and a half. Yep, and so this line actually flipped two. Now Bowling Green is favored by two and a half. Oh, okay. Um, I haven't watched any Bowling Green, Green this year, but I did catch maybe a drive or two in New Mexico State, so I'm going to go with that just because that's the only team I've seen. Yeah, I think I'm taking Bowling Green just because their color scheme is kind of close-ish to what my high school's was, black instead of brown. So when you go to make your high school in the NCAA video games, like Bowling Green was like the closest thing I could really get. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, so uh, I only have one listed alumni for both these schools. I got Bowling Green as Jim Joyce, the umpire. Ooh, okay. I believe he's the one who screwed up that. Um, yep. mm-hmm. That Oh, yep. Yep. The Andre, <laughs> the uh, the the Andres Galarraga, the the Armando Galarraga. Andre Galarraga was not pitching a perfect game. No. Big Cat was the first baseman. Perfect game. Yeah. And then Michigan State is the uh, co-founder of Pixar. Okay. The uh, yeah. is, is he responsible for all the uh, the moms with thick waists and in those movies or? I sure as hope so. You'll get even more of a vote for me. All right. Well, I'm I'm still going bullet green here. I think just because the <laughs> what, what my mind went when I saw the the name again. So yeah. Ooh, next up we have the Camellia Bowl, the Georgia Southern Eagles versus the Buffalo Bulls, not the Buffalo Bills, the Buffalo Bulls, and Georgia Southern is minus four and a half. Yeah, and this is actually interesting. I think this is the biggest over under. For any oh nope it's not I lied it's the second biggest over under of any of these games is at sixty seven so oh, they're expecting a shootout yep let's go um, I'm gonna take Buffalo um, 
soft spot for that city. So from the one song, always got my bill. The the one song, right? You always you've mentioned a few times to me. Maybe um, my favorite band. Every time I die, they're all from Buffalo, so we always I always got to vote vote for them. Unfortunately, Matt Rule also went to Buffalo, but my love for that band overrides my hatred for Matt Rule. Yeah, Khalil Mack too. He's the only one I know from Buffalo. Yes, there was a running back. I believe he played for the Packers or was drafted by the Packers, but he also went to Buffalo. All right, well, hit me with the other alumni while I look that up for you. Uh, yeah, sure. So Georgia Southern, the only one of note was Luke Bryan. And, oh, you, uh, as a man yeah. who, who used to like Luke Bryan, I, I can't say him anymore. So sell, sell, sell. Well, apparently you can't sort by uh, years on pro football reference for the college, but hopefully there's not a ton of. Uh, there's thankfully there's not a ton of names here. KJ Osborne went to Buffalo, Walleye Hero. Uh, yeah, you, you you love him. He did not nothing all year this year, but hey. Uh, Jarrett Patterson went there. Remember when he was relevant for the uh, the Washington football team for a hot minute? And James Starks was the running back. Yeah, that was the next one I was gonna say was that's the one you were you were thinking that was James yeah. Starks. Got it. So I'll I'll, I'll probably go Buffalo as well. I just I don't know enough about Georgia Southern. So we have the, boy, does this one feel really, uh, I don't like the sponsor for this bowl. We have the Serve Pro First Responder Bowl because nothing says first responder like the, the for-profit company that comes in to clean stuff up after the first responders have already been there. Uh, I believe Nut worked for them for a minute. Before we started slinging tobacco? Yep, before he sold up to Big Tobacco. We have the Memphis Tigers and the Utah State A's. Memphis is minus 10 and a half on ESPN. Yep, that, that dropped a little bit. It's now Memphis minus eight, uh, but I'm going to take Memphis. Um, I've actually watched a little bit of both, both these teams. I was not impressed with either, so therefore we're going to go Memphis. All right. Famous alumni, the only one I know offhand is D. Rose went to Memphis. Yep, and D'Angelo Williams. Okay. Um, when he left, like he was borderline the record. It might have had the record for all purpose yards in a college career. He was awesome in Memphis. And your boy, Paxton Lynch. My boy? Oh, Pink's boy. Sorry. Yeah, I, was say, like, I, I, don't, I was trying to think, like, did I, like, have to, like, use him in, like, the dark days of walleye football, like, the first year? Or no, no, I just associate all mediocre quarterbacks with your Okay, we have the Ticket Smarter Birmingham Bowl. Uh, I'm sorry, was there anything left in, in that one or no? Uh, just uh, Jerry the King Waller went to Memphis. That's Fitting. about it. Yeah. And he likes young, underage women, so. Oh, does he really? Oh, I got to take him off my list. Yeah, uh, I, I figured that would endear him to you based on what you've told me, so. But, hey. uh, we, have, we have the Ticket Smarter Birmingham Bowl. We have the Coastal Carolina uh, Chanticleers and the East Carolina Pirates. East Carolina is minus seven and a half. Yep. And that line jumped to minus 10 um, since Grayson McCall announced he's going into the portal for Coastal. Ooh. Yeah, so not ideal for Coastal. Um, I'm, I'm kind of torn on this game. Seven and a half is a lot. Coastal still has some players floating around, but I'm going to go ECU. 
you just can't lose your best quarterback in program history and think nothing's going to change. Yeah, I would uh, – I, I was probably going to take East – I was going to at least consider East Carolina before you told me that that portal stuff, but it only solidified my opinion that it probably should be them. Yeah. And I know you said you try to stay away from football, but if you don't say a certain alumni for East Carolina, I'll be really upset with you. Uh, Vince McMahon? I mean, that's okay. Not where I was going with that. But... Uh, uh, Patrick Pinky, who was their quarterback for a while. Uh, Chris Johnson. There we go. Okay. But Vince, Vince McMahon went to East Carolina? Yep. Along with Sandra Bullock. And also, I believe Zay Jones was also East Carolina. Uh, well, see, when you just say Sandra Bullock there, you're really blindsided me with that one. <laughs> You did. What about uh, for the can or the chancellor? Uh, Chanticleers. I feel like you right now. I can't say it. Yeah, I, I, there's no chance I can say that word ever. <laughs> uh, so they, they just have Josh Norman, my boy, and uh, DDP. All right. Very WWE centric one here. Oh yes, there there's a couple, couple more coming too. All right. Uh, we have the guaranteed rate bowl. We have Wisconsin minus two and a half versus Oklahoma State. So I'm going to go Oak State. Um, my line here is Wisconsin minus three. Interesting. Both of these quarterbacks are in the portal, um, which I don't love. And I think Graham Mertz not playing for Wisconsin actually might be a benefit for them. But I'm still going to go Oak State here. They actually have a decent team, even if they underplayed, similar to Baylor. Uh, the Big 12 has kind of feasted on, on themselves. Yeah, and, and this one, which with the, with the spread feels like a, a coin flip with such a small margin. I'm leaning Big 10 because I'm a Big 10 supremacist. And, and it wouldn't shock me. Oak State kind of struggled against the run most of the year, and that's the one thing Wisconsin always does. Yeah, nothing, nothing more Big 10 than three yards in a cloud of dust. Uh, I love it. Bring back football. Uh, Wisconsin notable alumni Sean William Scott and Bud Selig. And Oak State, we got Garth Brooks, Bill Self, and Buddy Ryan. I'm surprised you didn't, you know, dip into your, your barstool ties with Big Cat. Is that not where he uh, went? Yep. I mean, I was going to say, say Big Cat, but I didn't try to keep, keep this free, free of uh, barstool. Yeah. Generally, uh, a pretty anti barstool guy myself, but I did listen to part of my take for a few years. So I do have like a soft spot for those two because they don't seem quite as barstooly as the rest. Of them. Yeah, and I'll follow Big Cat whatever he does. But I didn't want to use barstool because I didn't want to use somebody else in barstool in a couple of games. Yeah, you you can avoid using that guy. I will not blame you. There's plenty of other alumni from that school that you can talk about. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, all right, next one up after. All right, next up we have the Military Bowl presented by Periton. We have UCF and Duke. I have UCF minus three and a half. Uh, yeah, that line moved a little bit. Um, actually, it crossed over. It's now Duke minus one and a half. Um, I'm assuming it's because UCF's quarterback went in the portal, but don't quote me because I can't remember everybody that went in the portal this year. Um, I'm going to take Duke, despite my, my hatred for them, but it just makes too much sense. They're actually not an awful team. And UCF, if they don't have their quarterback, they have no chance. Yeah, I'm taking UCF because of the Duke reason. So. Yeah, that's fair. And I don't want to list any Duke notables because I hate them. 
and UCF uh, Daniel Tosh. See, I'm surprised based on what you named for Oregon State that you didn't name someone from Duke, but okay. I didn't want to bring up the lacrosse team again. Not where I was going with that, but okay. <laughs> All right, so in, uh, did you say UCF alumni yet? Oh, uh, yeah, just Dan Angel Tosh. The only one is Ken Jiang, that uh, Asian guy from The Hangover. That's about it. I feel like he's made enough of a career of himself to be referred to as more than just the Asian guy from The Hangover, but okay. I don't know, so I know if I'm pronouncing his name correctly, so I want to make sure everybody can have a visual. Yeah. He's also from the community. Yeah, he also does like the commercials for like dry eyes when he stops his car on the side of a picturesque road and like rubs his eyes because they're so dry. Yeah. Uh, we have the AutoZone Liberty Bowl. We have Kansas in Ar uh, Arkansas. Arkansas is minus four and a half on mine. Yep, that's stayed pretty pretty close. It's minus three now. Um, I'm not gonna say lock of the century of the week, but pretty damn close. Uh, give me our, our Arkansas all day. Oh, okay. I think Arkansas is a really physical team. Kansas is a nice story this year. Kansas is not anywhere close to the athletes. Our, our Arkansas is a good shot out there. Um, again, it's, it's one of those vibes like we talked about earlier. Like I can't say UConn's going to win when they've been bad for a decade. I yeah. can't say Kansas is going to win when they've been bad for two decades. And this is uh, an easy one to pick if you like the mascot logic. I mean, you have a bird versus a, a hog. But I'm taking. I think I'm taking Kansas here just because one of my better friends from college is doing his uh, grad school at Kansas. So. That's fair. Um, if I was going off trade alumni, this one would, would be close for me because Arkansas has John Daly, who's my my boy, my favorite drink in the world, and Kansas has Paul Rudd, and we all know me and Mike's affiliation with Paul Rudd. So yes. But I'm still going to stick with Arkansas and, uh, and ride, ride with the Razorbacks. All right. Next one up is the San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl. Not sure why a, an individual county has a credit union big enough to sponsor a bowl game, but here we are. America uh, in 2022. Uh, we have the North Carolina Tar Heels and the Oregon Ducks, the Mike versus Nathan Bowl. And Oregon is minus nine and a half. And that line actually jumped up to minus 14. So, uh, I mean, I wasn't going to say anything to Ducks here. Um, this game, I think, is going to be the most fun bowl game. Even their over-under here is 70 and a half points. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's going to be fun. Neither team can play defense. UNC, uh, their, their defense coordinator is Gus Melzahn. That's enough of a reason to just take the over and have some fun in this game. You know what's uh, been a really far fall for him when he's uh, de-coordinating an ACC school now? Yeah, and even that he's going to get fired from. Yeah. Actually, is it Gus Malzahn? It's one of the former Auburn coaches. I forget which one it is. Okay, well, if it's not Gus oh, Malzahn, you can just rinse and repeat that joke for whoever is the former Auburn coach, because my thoughts are the same regardless of who it is. Yeah. Unless they fired him. I think they fired him already. Yep, oh. they, they did. <laughs> It was Gene Chizik. Sorry, it was Gene Chizik. Oh, okay. Was he the kick six coach? I think so, but don't quote me. Well, you well, you hit me with some alumni. I'll look it up. Okay. Um, notable and the only notable North Carolina alumni I posted 
is actually the dean from community. Um, Oregon has players like Marcus Mariota, Jonathan Stewart, um, Sweet D from It's Always Sunny, um, Joey Harrington, Peyton Pritchard, D'Anthony Thomas, Josh Huff, Patrick Chung, Haloti Nada, Penny Sewell, who had a nice catch for the Lions. Um, you, want, you want me to keep going? I think it's pretty overwhelming because they've got a better athlete alumni base. Yeah, I mean, once, once I hear that, it's uh, Caitlin Olson. I'm in. Yeah. Sweet D. So, you know, Gene Chizik was uh, not, that was the first year after him was the kick six. Oh, okay. Like the it's a quick tangent here because I brought it up. The kick six is one of my like most kind of like vivid like sports memories from like a neutral standpoint in college football. Because I was working at the restaurant that night and our owner was up at the bar kind of cleaning up. And we're both kind of watching we're both I'm up front cleaning up the booths and we're both kind of like watching the game, like working, but kind of watching the, the ending here. And the kick six happens, we both kind of look at each other like, What? <laughs> did, did, yeah. we, did we both just see that? It was unbelievable. I, it was the night game just start to finish was so much fun, and then just to end like that, incredible. I would want to see how many messages Barry could put in the chat out of that one moment if he was watching that live, like a Barry zone. How many madnesses? I think we get over I, under nine. I think we get thirty consecutive messages, not madnesses alone, but just thirty consecutive messages in general about that before anyone else can get a word in. Yep, and then maybe a. Um, he would draft that player who I'm blanking on the name and then yell at us for not doing campus to can. Oh, we're going to hear about that a lot after a two hour podcast about college football. Oh, for sure. All right. Uh, next up, we have the tax act, Texas bowl. We have the Texas tech red Raiders and the Ole Miss rebels. Ole Miss is minus three and a half. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm going to take tech. Yeah. Uh, this is, I'm going with the, I, the leech factor here. Yes. Yeah. I think Ole Miss is a more talented team. I think Ole Miss should win this game, but the Mike Leach factor, give me Tech. Yeah, and like for me, when I think Mike Leach, I think Texas Tech, because that was where he was at when I was growing up. That yep. was the, not the start of Air Raid, obviously, but that was like, the at least for me, that was like the, one of the first schools that really kind of went on a high national level thanks to the Air Raid. Graham Harrell and Michael Crabtree. I'll pull this up. I've probably talked about it on the podcast before. Michael Crabtree is maybe the best college football receiver I've ever watched in my entire life. Uh, his, his college stats are absolutely absurd. Um, let me read off his career stats in Texas Tech for you. He had 231 catches, 3,127 yards, and 41 touchdowns. And, oh, he only played two seasons. So I've actually been working on something, and it's not done yet, so I'm sure I should have with the group. But I've been going through and – for every college listing who has the record for uh career season game for certain stats oh okay yes because I'm, I'm a loser um we all are yeah but he crabtree is not even number one in career in receiving yards he's like i don't know rough math 1100 behind it and then is it welcome he has no it's jakeem grant he was then uh he was raised for term in the league. Yeah. So Jakeem Grant has 3,200 receiving yards in his career. Uh, Crabtree had the most ever in a season at 1,900. As a freshman. <laughs> yeah, and Crabtree has 41 receiving touchdowns in his career and 22 in that season. Yeah. So like if you if you 
with the two, because I read off his stats here, and he only played two years. So if he averaged it out on a per season average, we're about about 115 catches, almost 1600 yards, and 20 touchdowns per season. Yeah, just ridiculous. Yep, and Texas Tech beating Texas on prime time is one of my biggest like college football memories. Again, from like a neutral standpoint, the the Crabtree catch uh, with like at, at the death with they were over there like the 25 yard line, I think, and they threw him on the sideline. He tight roped and walked in. Yep. And Kirk Herbstreit losing his mind on 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 the call. Yeah. Ex- excellent college football game. Yep. So, uh, quick alumni before we, we move on. I got Texas Tech has John Denver. Always good. And Ole Miss has Mickey Callaway. And I'm quoting here. Alec Mullen, the three-time world memory champion. Whatever the hell that means, I don't like it. Give me John Denver and Texas Tech. Yeah, so I'm not a big John Denver guy just because he created a whole generation of people who live at, in states where it gets like 15 degrees on the regular in the wintertime saying country roads take me home, even though yep. you don't live in the country area, but okay. Um, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not picking the, the school with a nerd. Yeah, nerds. All right, we have the Bad Boy Mowers Pinstripe Bowl. We have Syracuse and Minnesota. Syracuse, or sorry, Minnesota is minus six and a half. Yep, and, and that line stays stay true. I like Minnesota in this game a lot, actually. Um, pinstripe Bowl, it's going to be cold. It's going to be probably miserable in an awful stadium. So give me the team that can run the ball and run the ball very, very well. And Mo Ibrahim is one of the best running running backs in the country so minnesota all all day long yeah i was just about to ask you that do you do you know if he's uh playing i believe so i haven't heard anything that he's not playing okay. um but regardless i, I, I flex will find the next running back up and they'll fig, figure it all out yeah mo ibrahim is one of the uh he's in the big 10 and he looks really good in the big 10 so i like him more than i should type of running back yeah, and just Minnesota running backs in general. I just think of Lawrence Maroney and Marion Barber, and I just can't unsee it. All right. Famous alumni. I got one for Syracuse after you're done. Okay. Uh, Minnesota, Bob Dylan, Bob Dylan, who I don't really like, but have to include it. Uh, the mother of Ronda Rousey, <laughs> Brock Lesnar, Ric Flair. Ric Flair didn't graduate, but he attended. Should we also include Shelton Benjamin if we're doing – uh, Brock Lesnar. It was on my list. I just didn't want to put too much wrestling in. But I mean, you have the Minnesota stretching crew. They were a team. Yeah, true. And then for Syracuse, I have Joe Biden, Michael Cole, Dick Clark, and Rachel from Friends. Her character went to Syracuse. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, Matthew Barry as well. Famous uh, fantasy football and former fantasy baseball writer. Yes. I, I really, Lots of the yeah. announcers went, went to Syracuse. Yeah, Syracuse is like a very big like journalism and uh, both print and uh, audio media. Yes. So, I'll, that being said, I'm going to go Minnesota in that one. Yep. We have the Cheez-It Bowl, one of my favorite salty snacks. We have uh, Oklahoma versus number 13, Florida State. Florida State is minus seven and a half on my Yep, and, the, and that line stayed exactly the same. Um, I didn't like anything I saw from Oklahoma this year. 
Seven and a half points seems like a lot, but I'm going to take Florida State, even though they are also not where they should be as a program. But I feel better where they are now with their coach being there for two or three years than Oklahoma's first-year coach. Yeah, and who did Oklahoma get destroyed by earlier this year? TCU. And, and, yeah, it was TCU, and it wasn't close. All right, hit me with some alumni. Uh, so Florida State, uh, Burt Kreischer, um, who was actually the inspiration for Van Wilder, if anybody's ever seen that movie. Lana from WWE, who's married to Rusev. Uh, Michelle McCool, Undertaker's wife. Burt Reynolds, the lead singer of Creed, Scott Spapp, and the lead singer of Yellow Card, Ryan Key. Oklahoma has Baker Mayfield, uh, Jack Swagger and Olivia Munn. Okay, well, I'm taking Florida State anyways. And for the record, the one that I the one that I was thinking of was when they got beat by Texas, 49 nothing. Oh yeah, that was bad. That was real bad. T- TCU probably could have beat them by more points, but TCU let off the gas. Yeah, and because you mentioned him with Scott Stapp, maybe this is a a, a good take or maybe it's a bad take. Creed is fine. Like, I don't know why they're hated so much, but I think at this point it, it got like a few people like dislike them on the internet and people thought it was cool to dislike them. And I think I just kind of snowballed from there. It's just because his voice is so distinct. And then everybody tried to copy that voice for four years and it ruined a lot of rock music. Yeah. Like, the song Weather kicks ass. But... Oh, they, they have a couple decent songs. It's just that voice. I can't do it. All right. Yeah. So give me the Seminoles. We next up, we have the Valero Alamo Bowl, and thankfully there's a team in here that actually fits Alamo. We have the number 20 Texas Longhorns and the number 12 Washington Huskies. Texas is minus three and a half. Yeah, I don't know why Texas is favored. I, I couldn't figure it out. Uh, I think Texas has not looked good consistently at all this year. Quinn Ewers doesn't know what he's doing half the time. And Washington looks really good with my ankle Penix. I'm going to take Washington. Is Penix playing? Oh, last I heard he was. Oh, yeah. He's another year of eligibility. Yeah, he's coming back. I I remember he made an announcement. I I forgot it was that he was coming back. So he's presumably playing. Although it is hard for me to go against Texas because I think it's hilarious that Quinn Ewers managed to get to college early, went to Ohio State, got a bag in NIL, never played a single snap, and then transferred. Yeah. That's an all-time for this move. UH. But, yeah, I'll take Washington Washington there because – like I mentioned in the, the chat a few weeks ago, like I just most of these quarterbacks who transferred last year, and, and Penix is a guy who played in the in the Big Ten. You know, was a fan of him at Indi- uh, a fan of him, but I, I thought he was pretty good at Indiana, so I'd like to see him succeed where he's at now. Yep. Yeah, his his COVID year, he was awesome. And then last year he kind of sucked, but he's been great this year. Oh yeah, that COVID year was he had who did they beat where he like he dove in like Penn got, State. At the, at the pylon. That was an incredible ending. Yeah. Great game. Right. Uh, some real quick alumni for you. We've got Texas has uh, the Avenger of Gatorade, Owen Wilson, Matt McConaughey. I was really hoping you wouldn't mention McConaughey just because it's a little hanging fruit, but okay. I had to. I love him. Um, and Washington has the Avenger of Disposable Diapers, uh, Tim Lincecum, Rain Wilson, a.k.a. Dwight from The Office, Anna Ferris and Ted Bundy. 
Okay, I hear Ferris. I'm in. I know it's not spelled yeah. the same. But, uh, uh, also, a little ironic that the Longhorns had the adventure of Gatorade, but okay. Yeah, right. It's just where he went. That's not where it was invented. But yeah, well, I, I, I know. I know. But I'm just, just funny that, you know, uh, a very prominent college football program is the same school where a guy who is famous for inventing the most famous sports drink in the world at a different university. Yeah. Horns down. Oh, yeah. What what absolute baby, softest baby shit move to make horns down a taunting penalty in the Big 12? That's lame. That's what happens when you're of your own, own networks. You can do whatever you want. Have fun in the SEC. <laughs> I got that'd be really good. I can't wait to see them get, get kicked around by the SEC schools. Uh, Texas is not back, and they won't be back ever again. Yeah. Well, maybe Arch Manning, but we'll see. No. All right, next up is my favorite bowl game, the Duke's Mayo Bowl. Okay. We have Maryland in number 23, NC State. Maryland is minus two and a half. Yep, and I love Maryland. This is actually my... If I'm going to bet one whole dollar on a game, it's going to be this one, and it's going to be on Maryland. I, I think Maryland is by far the better team. They have better the, quarterback because Leary's not playing for NC State. They have the better Tagovailoa, too. I was just about to say that, but I couldn't pronounce his last name, so I was going to say to his brother, but yes. Um, yeah, I just think Maryland's a really good team. And NC State, when Leary was hurt, they were struggling to score with Iowa. Um so with Leary not playing going into the portal, I think this is Maryland all day long. Yeah, and it pains me to go against NC State because that is where Naheem Hines played his college ball, and I'm a, a, a notably a big fan of Naheem Hines in general as a person. But yeah, I, I got to go Maryland here. I uh, just yeah, I think Talia is is a fun fun quarterback. And let's be honest here, as I said, this is my favorite bowl game. Uh, the Duke's Mayo Bowl has a great uh, Twitter account that always goes back and forth with Fo Polini, who is a great college. Uh, Twitter account yep. to follow if you're familiar with him. I remember that. Yeah. Um, because they used to be the Belk Bowl and they changed sponsors. And they at the end of the game, you know how you dump like Gatorade on your coach or the Cheese Bowl, you dump Cheese It's. Well, they dump a whole Gatorade cooler of mayonnaise on the winning coach. And last Love year, it. last year when they did, I think last year was the first year, the people holding up the thing weren't strong enough and they like damn near knocked the coach out by dropping the cooler <laughs> on his head. <laughs> I wish uh, Will Levis was in this game so he could put mayo in his coffee. Oh God! What what an abs- yeah. What Nathan just said is true. So the the quarterback at Kentucky drinks his coffee not with cream or sugar but with mayonnaise in it. And he's also a future quarterback for either the Colts or the Panthers. So get excited. Yeah, I I wouldn't hate. I would probably rather him over C.J. Stroud, but yeah. you're out of your mind. Nope. It's we we can do the OSU thing when we get to OSU. All right, next up we have the <laughs> – oh, you didn't do alumni. Oh, yeah, uh, Maryland, I have uh, Brandon Lyle and Jim Hansen. And NC State, I have Zach Galifianakis, Spud Webb, and Laura Trump. You, you can't give me Scott Van Pelt for Maryland? Uh, I could have. Come on. If you're going to do McConaughey, i got to get SVP for Maryland. Fair. I'll add him in. All right, next up we have another great bull name, the – Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. We have the Pittsburgh Panthers and the number 18 UCLA Bruins. The UCLA Bruins are minus three and a half. Yep, and that actually jumped up a little bit. It's now UCLA minus six. I'm going to take UCLA. 
uh, Slovis entered the portal to go to his third team. Um, so he's not going to be playing for Pitt. UCLA, they built a really fun offense. It's a spread power run machine, and I absolutely loved watching it. So I'm going to take UCLA. Is Chip Kelly still there? Oh, yeah, he is. You got to roll him. Are you a Chip Kelly fan still or no? Yeah, he's the greatest coach of all time. Innovator, genius. All right. He was fired from the Eagles because he won too many games. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, I, I think Chip does have that, that, that program rolling and rolling in the right direction. He's a great college coach. So uh, UCLA. Sure, yeah. As a fan of a, a school in Fair State who they don't run the same offense, but the same kind of principles with a lot of running and spreading out the field. Even though Ferris is a triple option school, but they they do have usually a lot of wideouts on the field and are effective with the run. I'm going with UCLA here too. Yeah, uh, some quick uh, alumni we got Pittsburgh has uh, Mr. Rogers, Britt Baker, and Mike Ditka. Come on, give me Larry Fitzgerald too if you're doing Ditka. He's on the cover of NCAA 04, I think it was. 04, yes, that was correct. I thought about throwing Connor Palco because I thought he was going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> but I couldn't do it. Uh, UCLA has the inventor of the automatic bagel maker, who's also the same person who made the folding ping pong table. Jack Black, Jackie Robinson, and Sean Astin, who played Rudy and Samwise. And uh, Lou Alcindor, too. Yeah, yeah. But did you hear this guy made the automatic bagel maker and the folding ping pong table? Yeah, as someone, as someone who enjoys a good bagel and was, you know, all right at ping pong back in my day, I'm a fan of that guy. Yeah, yeah. All right, next up we have the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl. We have the number 21 Notre Dame Fighting Irish, the number 19 South Carolina Gamecocks. Notre Dame is minus four and a half, and fuck Notre Dame, I'm taking South Carolina. Go Cox. Uh, I, I agree, but I also hate Spencer Rattler, so I'm torn. Uh, I, I think I'm going to take Notre Dame. I think Notre Dame has the better talent and the better alum, alumni, so I'm going to take Notre Dame in this. All right, well, hit me with some alumni then. Uh, we have Norm from, from Cheers, Regis Philbin, Steve Bartman, and um, in Parks and Rec, Little Sebastian got an honorary degree from Notre Dame. <laughs> yes, Little Sebastian. Oh, God. And South Carolina has Hootie the Blowfish and Charlie Weiss. Okay. I didn't realize this was a Charlie Weiss bowl. Yeah, actually, yeah, good point. All right. But yeah, I'm going to take Notre Dame. I, just, I think they're a better team, better coached, and I can't do Spencer Rattler. All right, we have the Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl between Ohio and Wyoming. <laughs> Ohio is minus three and a half, and I'm taking Wyoming because fuck Ohio. That's fair. Um, I would have, but I can't take not take a MAC team in the Barstool Bowl, so I have to go Ohio. That's a good point, but yeah. Uh, quick alumni, we got Peter King from Ohio, uh, the voice of Bart Simpson. And Bob Huggins. Wyoming has your actual boy, Chuck Pagano, and the inventor of the jump shot. All right. As a team who has the most three-pointers in our basketball league, I'm a very thankful for the jump shot guy. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. 
is is my is it didn't end very well in Indianapolis, but Chuck Pagano is a great dude. So I, I got oh, a, he's a great, a great coach too. Got a lot of time for Chuck Pagano, even if he wasn't the best head coach. Agreed. We have the Capital One Orange Bowl between two teams who have the color orange in their uniforms. Very fitting. We have the number six Tennessee Volunteers and the number seven Clemson Tigers. Clemson is minus four and a half. Yeah, um, I wish both teams could wear their orange jerseys and create utter chaos. Um, but I'm actually going to take Tennessee in this game. I don't think Clemson is all that good. I know Tennessee doesn't have Hooker, and I, I doubt Hyatt's playing. But but doesn't Clemson also not have Ugalele? That's a that's an addition by subtraction for them. Hmm. He, he he was so bad this year. He got benched in their uh, in the ACC championship game. Okay, not great. So uh, good. Said not great. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I know Tennessee's starting Milton, who I think you and I have talked about, about before. Uh, okay, I'm going Clemson after hearing that. <laughs> yeah. I, I forget if it was you said it, I said it, or I heard it somewhere else. So like, man, if Milton has to throw the ball 70 yards on a dime, he's got you. He's got to throw it 70 yards on a dime. If he has to throw 15 yard out, he's got to throw it 70 yards on a dime. Yep. That guy's a rocket, but yeah, he doesn't know where it's going. Yeah, like you, like it was. I think it was the game that Hooker got hurt. Was it with South Carolina? Was that the game? I think so, yeah. Yeah, so with South Carolina, Milton comes in and like one of his first two throws or whatever is what you said. It's like a 60-yard bomb down the field. Absolutely nails it. The next throw was like 10 yards over the guy's head in the end zone and probably decapitated a fan. Yeah. He is, is fun. He's, he's fun to watch. He's not overly effective. <laughs> so I'll take Clemson yeah. just because I just don't trust Joe Milton. And uh, Clemson also had no notable alumni. But Tennessee has Dolly Parton, uh, Bianca Belair, R.A. Dickey, and Kevin Nash. Really? Clemson didn't have, like, notable alumni? Yeah, I, I felt like Lee Bryce, who's a, a lead singer for country music, but nobody else that really was fun in it and entertaining in any real way. That being said, if Clemson does come out wearing their purple uniforms, I reserve the right to change my pick. I mean, Rob Hubel, he's, like, in, like, a lot of shows as, like, a guest. He was on the league for a little bit as Russell. Uh, okay. He, he's the guy from the other guys who I believe is telling uh, Will Ferrell and uh, Mark Wahlberg what the homeless guys did in, the, in their car. Yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about. So, recognize that yeah, name. And looking through, because I, I couldn't believe that there was not more notable alumni in yeah, there's not really a, a ton of them. I mean, Khalil Green. Football, but yeah. yeah, Khalil Green won a Golden Spikes there. Okay. Padre. Um, yeah, he was supposed to be really good, and then I think he had like anxiety issues and just kind of couldn't play for the guy, which is really yeah, unfortunate. Yeah. yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, then outside of that, it is mostly just kind of football players and ball. Mm-hmm. Trying to avoid that if we can. Brian Dawkins is a fun name, though. Oh, yeah. Dawkins, Spiller was great. Sammy Watkins. Lots, lots of those guys are fun, but I was trying to not use football unless it helped my argument. Yeah, that is a really surprisingly kind of weak list of alumni. Okay. Next up, we have the uh, Allstate Sugar Bowl. Alabama, number five, versus number nine, Kansas State. Alabama is minus four and a half. 
Yeah, I'm going to take Alabama. Uh, Kansas State is fine, but it's Alabama. Don't, don't overthink it. Bryce Young playing or no? I would assume so. But Cuban still, it's Alabama. They have another five-star coming up. Yeah. And they're going against Andrew Martinez, who's legit been in college since 2006. <laughs> Yeah, it is really confusing when Nebraska has two different quarterbacks named Martinez who like all play out their eligibility. Yeah, because they went from Keller Martinez to Adrian Martinez at Nebraska, and then they transferred. And it really was the oh, Martinez was there since 2006. It feels like probably since Eric Crouch, maybe. <laughs> but man, I really want to pick Taylor or uh, Adrian Martinez though, but I don't think I can. No, don't. Yeah, just go Bama. It's still college football. Hit me with some alumni. Yep. Yeah, so Kansas State didn't really have anybody fun, at least not athlete, real athlete. Uh, I do love the Octagon of Doom, their college basketball arena, but I stay away from that. But they do have Earl Woods, who's Tiger Woods' father, and Alabama. I have listed as Freddie Kitchens, Davo Sweeney, Catherine Webb. And the co-founder of Wikipedia, who I used for this entire thing, so I had to include it. That's a very good shout-out, but the Catherine Webb one is hilarious. I actually don't think she went to Alabama, but in my mind, she went to Alabama. In everyone's mind, because uh, what's-his-face? Um, Brent Musburger. Brent Musburger, horny-ass old man, just jacking himself off in the booth to her for, like, the whole game. True. So, funny story, we had a, a party at Nut's house one time when we were underage, and okay, so like I, the, the fact that you're going to a story about not right, right, quite literally said jacking off is whatever. <laughs> but we, um, me and my buddy Aldo, we all made um, a bunch of Alabama slammers in water bottles, and then we labeled each water bottle. There was um, Mark Ingram's, you know, AJ McCarron, people like that, and we gave Catherine Webb a bottle. Very kind. Yes. All right, we have the Trans Perfect Music City Bowl, the Iowa Hawkeyes, and the Kentucky Wildcats. This is an easy. Er, oh, is it though? God, this this to me is probably gonna be the worst bowl game. Uh, the over under is thirty one and a half points. <laughs> that's, that's higher than I thought. I'm thinking God. Iowa. Yeah, I trust Iowa's defense to score more than either of these two teams' offense. And I assume Will Levis is not going to be playing. Yeah, that's, that's so, why I'm not going Kentucky. I'm going to take Iowa. It just makes the most sense. And Iowa's offense got better as the year went on. Not much better, but better. Yeah, speaking of, uh, I want to, I have this up right in front of me here because I want to talk about this because this is just absolutely terrible. So Iowa's offense, they're, they're two quarterbacks. Okay, well, some for me, but... They uh, completed – here were 50% of their passes. I think it was like 54.8% of their passes. Uh, Spencer Petrus uh, threw five touchdowns and five interceptions in 12 games, and his backup Alex Padilla threw one touchdown and two interceptions across two games. So a, a, combined, a very walleye-esque six touchdowns to seven picks for their two quarterbacks. Love it. Over the whole season, but, Iowa had six but, passing touchdowns all year. That's awful. So, actually, side tangent from that uh, Excel spreadsheet I told, told, told you I was working on, when I got to Navy, 
their career lead leader for passing touchdowns is Keenan Reynolds with 31 for his career. He started for four years. That's higher than I thought it would be. He was really good yeah. for Navy. Oh, yeah. He, he has like 88 rushing touchdowns, which is incredible. But regardless, I'm still going to take Iowa. I think the defense is good. I know the defense is good. I think the offense can do enough just to outlast not Will Levis playing quarterback. Yeah. So it's just it, like Iowa is uh, plus one and a half here. So Kentucky is technically favored in this one, but Iowa's defense is just too good oh. for me. See, it, it flipped to my end. I have Iowa minus two. Oh, that probably is the lowest factor. Yep, I, I think so. Uh, so, um, uh, alumni for you. Iowa has the founder of the Arena Football League, Ashton Kutcher, John Locke from Lost, Gene Wilder, and Big E. Yep, Big E's a good one. Yep, and then Kentucky has the founder of Outback Steakhouse, and uh, Miss Elizabeth from uh, Macho Man Randy, Randy Savage Love. Okay. I just want to give a shout out to a former Kentucky player that gets forgotten in all of football, and that's Stevie Johnson. He was so much fun for the Bills, and he just gets completely misremembered. But he was great for those two years. See, I thought you were going to say, I hope I got the right college, but Jared Lorenzen? Oh, yeah, Jared Lorenzen. Rest in peace. The hefty lefty. And the, my favorite nickname, the Pillsbury Throwboy. Oh, that's a great one too. And they, they, the quarterback before him was a Heisman finalist, and Andre Woodson. He was nice. All right, next one up is the first college football playoff semifinal at the Verbo Fiesta Bowl. We have the TCU Horn Frogs, number three in the country, and we have number two Michigan. Michigan is minus nine and a half. So that dropped a little bit. That's nine and a half to seven and a half. Um, I'm going to take Michigan. I don't want to, but I have to. It's it's the right play. I love Max Duggan. I love TCU, but I, it's Michigan. Yeah, Michigan's defense is just really good, and they're consistently a much better team in the second half than their opponents. And yeah. while you're talking, I want to pull up a legendary Reddit comment. Well, what I was going to say was I use Wikipedia for every one of these teams. Get their little alumni. The amount that Michigan claims are notable alumni was appalling. It was <laughs> at least six different Wikipedia pages that I had to click through. And they were just claiming, like, basically, if you set foot on campus and went on to publish a blog, like, oh, yeah, we, he went here, he's notable. I'm telling you, I'm not even making a Michigan joke here. It was legit appalling how many people they had listed. Yeah, like, Michael Phelps is one they kind of claim, and he's like, eh, yeah, he's a though. <laughs> But, like, it, it, at least he accomplished something. Like, half these people, like, it seemed like they did nothing. Like, they just claimed everybody. It was absurd. But that being said, some ones I did find fun. And uh, I'm going to go with here. So we have Michigan has the father from Boy Meets World. Uh, you, the Unabomber. Larry Nasser, Scott Steiner. And listed Nelson Mandela. Okay. Uh, TCU has the 8-1-800 Flowers founder and Dusty Dinkelman from Just Friends. All right. Yeah, so Michigan definitely has a bit more star power there. So here is – this was about from a month ago on Reddit. Uh, this is a Rutgers fan describing Michigan. 
Watching Michigan this year has been like watching a psychopath drown a ferret in a bathtub. At first, there's a lot of thrashing around. The ferret draws some blood, and you start to think, hey, that little guy might just make it out of here. But then the psychopath's grip doesn't loosen. In fact, it tightens. The thrashing about slows, and the ferret begins to accept its fate, culminated by an anticlimactic gurgle. That's fantastic. So yeah, that's and accurate. So that's that's Michigan football for you. Yep. Uh, <laughs> an interesting one, but sure. It's it's fair. I get it. Yeah, I'm 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 probably taking Michigan tier too. I just think there's just too much on the defensive end, and we saw against Ohio State that there's just a, a potential for a lot of firepower if you don't respect the pass. If you load up too much on the run, they can beat you in the air. So next up is the other college football playoff semifinal at the Chick-fil-A Beach Bowl. Yeah. And Ohio State University, number four in the country versus number one, Georgia. Georgia is minus six and a half, and I don't think that's enough respect for the Bulldogs. Uh, I agree. I think Hugger rolls this by two scores. Yeah, that would be very think, fun to watch. Yeah, there's going to run to two tight ends out there. Dare you to guard both and then hit you over the top. Ugga is just out of this world right right now with matchup nightmares. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you stop Brock Bowers. Uh, you you don't. You can't. It's impossible. And then while we're here, I, we kind of talked about it previously, but I guess we can do the C.J. Stroud thing here. Yeah, Stroud's good, man. He's not. Well, he's he's a good college quarterback. I just think he's too much of a one-read guy. Ohio State's receivers and their offense makes it too easy on their quarterbacks. In a single second, he faces any adversity, having to go through reads and having to stay in the pocket. When there's pressure on him, he just collapses entirely. I, I, I will take that and coach him than whatever Will Levis is. Will Levis is just a guy who has been in the gym for three years and doesn't know how to put touch or do anything with a football. Mm, that's fair. I, I'm not exactly thrilled about the quarterbacks in this draft, to be honest with you, but I, I at least see like a, I at least see like a, a possibility that, that like Levis kind of can have like a Josh Allen type put it together career, even though Allen is, I want to be very clear, he he is the exception, not the rule. But I Correct. just I just don't really see Stroud like succeeding in the pros because he's not exactly mobile either. Like when stuff breaks down around him, he just doesn't really have an answer for it. Yeah, there is like some Dwayne Haskins fear to him, but I, I think he's got a much better deep ball. He's got a much better touch. Um I I think he's real. Um I, I think Bryce Young's better, but I think Stroud is the next, the next year, and should go in the top five to ten. Oh, he will. I'm just not really. Oh, no, I, I, I know he will, but I think he, he also deserves it. All right. Uh, hit me with this famous alumni now. Um. So Ohio State. I have the guy who coined the term rock and roll. The singer of Twenty One Pilots. Oh God. The singer. No. The singer of Rascal Flats. Oh God. And Bob Knight. Georgia, I have the B-52s, Goldberg, Sawyer from Lost, Ernie Johnson, and Michael Snipe from R.E.M. Yeah, Georgia's alumni absolutely destroys Ohio State's alumni. And you didn't even mention Dahmer. Uh, yeah, be like, I, I did. 21 Pilots, I the first song I heard from them was the, the car radio song, and it just makes me want to just – that was a bad day to have ears. Um, so <laughs> I, I actually like like their first album. I saw them in concert and got to meet them. They're very nice guys, but I don't really love them. Any of their I, their newer stuff. I, I I can't do it with them. 
it's it's not good and rascal flats is just bad pop country yes agreed so yeah bulldogs big all right next up we have this is the easiest one to me to pick we have yes. the Relia Quest Bowl. We have the number twenty twenty number twenty-two Mississippi State Bulldogs versus the Illinois Fighting Illini. Mississippi State is minus one and a half. I'm taking a minus a million. They're kicking Illinois' ass and Mike Leach is on it. When I wrote this, it flipped to Illinois minus two. Um, but yeah, your coach passed away. You have to take him. Like there's no questions asked. Yep. And then for the people who maybe aren't like familiar with Mike Leach, I just have kind of like knowing the name. Like if you enjoy football, like at all, the current way it's played, thank Mike Leach. Yes. And if you like Lincoln Riley or anybody like that, they came from Mike Leach. Yep. He's the one who really kind of popularized the air raid, really kind of helped usher in a, a real pass friendly uh, offense and kind of helped football to get to where it is now, featuring quotes like, if you think a balanced offense is 50% pass and 50% run, you're 100% stupid. Yep. Uh, did, did you, I saw a good stat. He coached, he was the head coach for 21 years. In those 21 years, he led the division one in passing in Canada. Uh, I saw a different one. If I can find it real quick. It might be on the college football subreddit, actually. But it was a similar idea where it was his his quarterback. I want to find the exact number here, but his passing offense outgained his opponents. Just t- total offense. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how many how many years it happened. I think it was it was like five or six times his his passing off. Oh, here it is. Mike Leach's primary quarterbacks threw for more yards than their opponent's total offense in seven different seasons. Uh, with Texas Tech having an 4 with Sonny Cumbie, uh, 2005 with Cody Hodges. Graham Harrell did it three straight years in 06, 07, and 08. Gardner yep. Minshew did it in 2018. And then Will Rogers did it in 2021. Which yep. Will, Will Rogers is an S tier quarterback name. Yes. I mean, if you watch him, he slings it, but yeah, he's. Yeah, I'm saying that because like Will Rogers is like famously like the V Will Rogers, isn't he like a, a famous kind of like uh, cowboy person? Uh, sure, I'll go with you. Yeah, but, here uh, it is. I, I typed it in. It's like Will Rogers, America's favorite cowboy. So you got like the whole uh, the, the gunslinger kind of loose kind of style. It makes it really a good quarterback name. Yeah. Did, did you see what the um? running back that transferred from Mississippi State said when he transferred uh, four days ago? No. So I'm not going to read his entire thing. Um, but basically it goes, together you have all helped me build my character and skills tremendously. With that being said, since I am not very tough and Leach is glad I'm leaving, I'll be entering the transfer portal. I bet you he feels like such an asshole now. Okay, I didn't know that's what happened. I remember seeing like the quote about Mike Leach saying that potentially, but I didn't like actually put two and two together with who it was, who it was too. Yeah, it was his running back who was transferred. Yeah, that's that's like an all-time bad beat right there. Yep. Awful. That that's like turn your social media's private and like throw away your phone for two months. Yeah, you you lost in hindsight and everywhere. Yeah. So 
famous alumni. Did we do that yet? Uh, we didn't. I didn't really have any from Mississippi State. It was pretty weak. Um, the only one I saw was MGK attended there for a little bit. Yeah. And Illinois is the creator of the Globetrotters, the creator of Mortal Kombat, Hugh Hefner and Nick Offerman, which again leans Illinois, but it's the Mike Leach game. We're going Mike, Mike Leach, Tech, or Mississippi State. Yep. We got the Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic, number 16, Tulane, number 10, USC. USC is minus one and a half. Yep, and that, and that state, I'm sticking with USC. They still have the talent. It's Lincoln Riley. They're going to score a million points. And Tulane's good, don't get me wrong. But yeah, I'm going to take you at USC here. See, I'm probably just too biased from USC letting me down and letting Ohio State into the playoff. I'm going with Tulane just because I don't think USC could uh, tackle anything. Yeah, and, and and USC, like, or sorry, Tulane's quarterback is really nice. He's getting a little bit of buzz, but I don't know. We'll, we'll see. It, it should be at least a fun game and nothing else. Yeah, so alumni. Uh, USC, I have Randy Johnson, Barry Zito, Mark McGuire, Mark Pryor, George Lucas. And Tulane, I have Jerry Springer. <laughs> All right. And I know you don't want to talk about football too much with the alumni, but like I, I got to throw in Reggie Bush. He was just too good. Well, he never won a Heisman. Okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't really but have a, a, a he, good he, enough like. He actually won. I don't know if you get the joke. He won the Heisman. They took it back from him. Yeah, I, I got the joke. I just couldn't really formulate like a, a witty retort to it in time. <laughs> so I was kind of my brain. The, the gears were turning, but nothing was coming out, so I just decided to kind of abort it and move on. Yeah, that's fair. But, yeah, Reggie Bush in college was a, a whole different level of of exciting. Oh, yeah, he's still the best players I've ever seen play. I'm sorry, there's two Cheez-It sponsors? Okay, there's a Cheez-It Citrus Bowl? There's the, there's oh, the, sure. there's the Cheez-It Bowl, and Cheez-It is sponsoring a different bowl. Okay, this is wild. What, what, which bowl game is the cheesiest? <laughs> That's probably why they're doing it. All right. We have the number 17 LSU Tigers versus the Purdue Boilermakers. LSU is minus five and a half. Yeah, yeah. that line actually jumped to LSU minus 10. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I don't, um, like, I don't see how, <laughs> how Purdue really is facing LSU. I don't, that's a wild combo yeah. for me, but. At, at five, five and a half, I'm taking LSU. At ten, I might take Purdue. Yeah. Um, but 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 five and a half, I'm definitely taking LSU. And while we're on this tier or on this here to enunciate properly, um, not to you know bring this down after we just did the Mike Leach thing, but Purdue's quarterback Aiden O'Connell, his brother lost his life a matter of weeks ago, and O'Connell's been playing very excellent ball. Really started off strong against Michigan in the first half. Got a, a ton of respect for what he's able to do in the face of that tragedy. So I, I, I truly do hope that Purdue has a good game for him. But we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I don't know if that's enough to to outscore LSU or to be within five and a half of LSU. Yeah, I actually watched all that Purdue uh, Syracuse game a couple weeks ago, and O'Connell could sling it. He's awesome. But mm -hmm. yeah, I, I'm with you. I don't think they are built to hang with LSU for that long. Yep. And then. Kind of the penultimate one. There's the, the the national championship, but there's no teams in it yet. We can talk about that if you want. But 
the final game is the granddaddy of them all. The one of the most old man takes I have is that the Rose Bowl is is important, and I don't care what the playoffs says. Correct. Um, Just wait till in two years the Rose Bowl is going to be uh, UCLA versus USC, or some sort of weird combination of whatever the fuck the Big Ten's doing. Yeah, it's going to be a real, real sad day when the Rose Bowl. Well, it already has passed, but the, the Rose Bowl being yeah. like the bowl game every year was is just special. Uh, we have the number number eleven Penn State Nittany Lions, the number eight Utah Utes. Utah, or sorry, Penn State is a minus 0.5. This is basically a coin flip spread, basically a pick 'em. Yep, and it actually moved. Uh, it's now Utah minus two and a half. Um, that being said, I'm taking Utah. <laughs> Uh, I've watched enough Sean Clifford to know he's not good. Utah is actually a really good team, and despite losing to Florida week one, they are a legit top seven or six team in the country. So I'm going to take Utah all, all day. Yeah, and like Sean Clifford is another one. Like, hasn't he been there for forever type guys? Yes, yes. Yeah, some, somehow. Like, because he was in front of Will Levis, and I'm pretty sure he was in front of Kerry Collins back in the 90s, but I can't <laughs> confirm that. Yeah, like the only the only the only reason I know that he wasn't there forever was, uh, the guy and who was the uh, he he just played in a, an NFL game not too long ago. Who was Trace McSorley? Yes, because I remember him being there. Because I remember him having the the, the his his signature celebration was like a home run swing. I remember the Michigan yep. Wolverines just absolutely eating Penn State alive and Chase Winovich mocking him with the home run swing. Yep, uh, and, and McSorley and Clifford play very similar. So that's why everybody just assumes they're the same person. Yep. So I got Utah here too. Hit me with some alumni yep. from this one. Don't, I'm sorry, we well, didn't do I, we we well we got to go back and do alumni from LSU and. Uh, oh, that's right. P- Pittsburgh. Uh, I'll do that all in one shot. Uh, LSU. I have Brett Hop and uh, Brian Wilson, the closer. Purdue. I have Eleven from Stranger Things and Jim Gaffigan. Utah, I didn't find anybody fun that I liked enough. Um, I thought going against Sean Clifford was enough of a reason. But Penn State, I have the inventor of the slinky. Okay. And another thing here at Penn State that pulls me towards Utah is James Franklin and not getting it done when it counts. Yeah, it's they go hand in hand. I remember there was a time where people thought James Franklin was a better coach than Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, they, they don't watch enough Penn State to know that's not true. I mean, granted, that was like four or five years ago, but still, even then, it was kind of like, yeah, I don't really think so, but okay. Yeah. So, do we want to do the national championship here? Uh, it's going to be Georgia. And nobody's close to Georgia. If it's Georgia versus Michigan, the line's going to be like four and a half, three and a half, probably. Yeah. ESPN, uh, I think, yeah. ESPN has this, um, in general, it's plus and minus 0.5. The winner of yeah. Ohio State and Georgia's favorite. You can't really do an actual line with you know, the four different combinations. So you, you kind of just stuck in the middle there, but. Yeah, I, 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 it doesn't matter who they play. I think Georgia's the best team in the country. I think they roll. I saw a pretty wild stat about Stetson Bennett, and it shows how dominant Georgia's been this year. Of, I think he has 3,500 passing yards or 3,300 passing yards, something like that. He only has like 300 of them in the fourth quarter because he's either not playing or they're just running the ball because they're up by so much. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm going to be too much of a homer here. I'm going to go Michigan. I, I, we saw what happened last year. I don't, I think Michigan is slightly more improved. They're just a better overall team than they were last year. And I don't yes, think Georgia's, I, I don't think Georgia's quite as good as they were last year. 
I'm just gonna hope that you know it's one of those games, big game on a big stage where anything can happen and the Wolverines get it done. But I'm not like overly confident in that. Yeah, I, and it's your team. You have to be irrational. So I get it. I, I do think Michigan is better and more balanced this year. And the numbers actually say they're a better defense this year, which is a little shocking to me. Yeah, especially since they don't really have like a ton of like names on the defense. I mean, Will Johnson is yeah. a five-star cornerback who's going to be really good for the next two years, but. Outside of him, it's really kind of a very much by committee defense, and it's been really impressive. Yeah, I agree. And even though I, I deep down I think that Georgia probably is the more, you know, the the more likely to win there. If that is the national championship game, I mean, I don't want to get ahead of myself here, but if it is, I I do think that of the three other teams, that Michigan is the best matchup for Georgia in terms of like, or like sorry, like the worst matchup for Georgia. Uh-huh. But We'll I mean, well, we'll see. It, it, I think Ohio State could actually give them a little bit of trouble for two quarters, but I, I think Georgia's going to do kind of what Michigan did to Ohio State and just strangle the life out of them and take, take advantage. So if it is Michigan versus Georgia in the championship game, it'll be interesting to see what happens in the third and fourth quarter. Yeah, that'll be – the third quarter, I think, could be probably the most interesting part of that game, assuming it's close at halftime. Agreed. So – that's all 43 bowl games. That's almost two hours, <laughs> two hours of time here. So, uh, very much appreciate you doing this from your car for two hours. Um, yeah, um, I need to go pee and do a shot, James, quick. Okay. Well, thank you very much for coming on. Appreciate it. I will talk to you later, and we will release this here on Friday, I believe. It'd be a surprise for everyone else. So. Yeah, we should do alumni March Madness too. Just throwing it out, out there. That'll be a lot more to talk about. I don't know how you want to do that outside of like the first round of games, maybe. But that's all. All, all, all anybody cares about. Yeah, true. I don't, I don't want to like you know make like a fake bracket here and like have like hypotheticals where we'll be completely <laughs> wrong. So, all right, go pee. I'll talk to you later. Bye.